Today is Monday, December 5th, day nine of Advent. This Advent season, we are meditating on the presence of God and what it means for God to dwell among his people. When God came to us in the person of Jesus Christ, he clearly demonstrated his love and showed that he was not only with us, but that he was for us. As we think about this truth today, let us begin by being still before the Lord and waiting patiently for him, quieting our hearts and our minds, breathing deeply and slowly, and asking God to make us aware of his presence, to speak to us, and help us to hear. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Everyone loves having someone who cheers them on and is always there when needed. Everyone loves having someone who is always for them, no matter what. The truth Paul lays out in his letter to the church in Rome is that for those who are in Christ, God is always for us. We can know that he is for us and his attitude towards us will never change because of Christ. Paul tells us that God did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. There is no greater gift God could give than forgiveness and reconciliation brought about by the death of Christ. He is for us because he sent Christ to rescue and redeem us. This is a reality we read on the pages of scripture and know in our heads, but so often we don't feel like he is for us. Often God feels distant from us. Many times, the condemnation of our own thoughts drowns out the reality of what Christ has done. There are times when life continues to pile on hardship after hardship, and it feels like God is nowhere to be found. These feelings can become even more acute during the Christmas season. Loss, suffering, and grief become even more searing around the holidays. And when this happens, we can allow the enemy to convince us that God isn't for us. We can begin to think it's all up to us. We believe the lie that God is not with us or is disappointed with us. 
we can begin to believe the lie that he is against us. But the truth of the gospel, which Paul has written about in Romans 8, is the antidote to the poisonous lies of Satan. The gospel reminds us that if God is for us, no one can be against us. The gospel reminds us that God did not spare his own son. The gospel reminds us that we are justified in Christ. When our feelings betray us and lead us to think God is angry or disappointed with us, the gospel declares that no one can condemn us. And the gospel tells us that right now, Christ is at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. Jesus sees our pain, loss, suffering, and our distorted feelings, and he sends the Spirit to help us. Jesus is there to help in times of need and to remind us that God is not against. When we are in Christ, he is always for us. What are your feelings telling you about God and Him being for you? How does the gospel speak to those feelings and the lies Satan tries to get us to believe?
not boast in anything No gifts, no power, no wisdom But I will boast in Jesus Christ In His death and resurrection And why should I gain from His reward? I cannot give an answer But this I know with all my heart His wounds have paid my ransom What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us.